To the Married with Picks podcast, season two, episode 20, week 18, the final season of the 2021, our final week of the 2021 season. All right, before we get started, remember we're available anywhere you get your podcasts, like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube. Um, so pretty good week last week, Steve. I do want to take credit for the Oakland Raiders call or the... What are they now? The Vegas Raiders. Um, Bengals, Cardinals, San Francisco came through. Started off a little rough, but they got there. Uh, but the Bucks did crush me in every bet that I had. And I didn't even have them at the full line. I had them at six and a half. Um, but anyway, let's move on. So this is the final week. A um, little bit tricky because we have a lot of teams that are kind of locked into a playoff spot, teams that are not playing for anything. Um, but we do have some um, games where the teams are playing for something, um, and we will discuss those as we get to them. So the games are out of order here, but we'll start the way it goes. Remember to like or hit subscribe if you're watching online. I already said that. I thought you missed it. Sorry. <laughs> I love how you listen, dear. All right. So um, the games are a little out of order, but we're going to take them in the order we have them. So um, first game on the list is Dallas at Philadelphia. This is the Saturday night game. Um, it's at minus four in favor of Dallas. Um, I think it has moved around a little bit. Um, neither team here has much to play for. They're pretty much locked into their spots in the playoffs. Both teams are in the playoffs. Dallas says that they're going to play their starters. Um, they will be without um, Mika Parsons, Tyrone Smith, cornerback Anthony Brown, Tony Pollard, and Trayvon Diggs. Um, Eagles have, what, 12 or so players on the COVID list now. I'm not sure how many they will get off prior to game time. But um, what are your thoughts about this game, Steve? Well, I'm assuming a lot of the players for the Eagles would get off COVID list. And this is just a strategy from Howie. It's just ironic how they've been so good not getting many people infected with COVID. And as soon as the Redskins game was over last last week or the Washington football team played the Eagles, uh, what, 12, 15 players went on the COVID list. So I think they're going to rest a lot of people. What I'm looking at is um, I think Dallas, even though they say they're going to start a lot of their players, will probably rest them. It's, it's going to be cold. So I don't think they're going to play the whole game. And um, I'm looking at a backup quarterback matchup, really. And uh, I like Garner Mishu. I think Garner Mishu is going to come out and at minimal treat this as if it's an audition for another team. It's his last game. He'll probably get to play obviously here in the 2021 season. Um, but Gardner Mishu came out against the jets when he got the one, the loan opportunity to play this year and he was slinging the ball around the field. Um, so I see this game kind of getting into the second half, really playing out more like a preseason game where you have a uh, very few starters in, if any, and um, it could be anybody's game, but I think the home field advantage uh, at the end of the game with with the fans cheering on Garner Mishu, he is kind of a fan favorite there in Philadelphia, um, will allow them to at least keep this into a three-point game, even if they lose. So I think Philly's going to win the game. 
All right. I don't want anything to do with it since we don't really know what's what. Um, I mean, my question for you was going to be if Dallas says they're starting their starters, if Philly doesn't start their starters, then isn't that kind of awkward? Like to have their whole offense going up against a bunch of scrubs. Well, I mean, like, you know, because this could be like a 30 to nothing score if it's plays out to be Dallas's starters all play in the first half and Philly's uh, second unit starting um, the game. So, yeah, it could get pretty ugly. I mean, let's be clear. (laughs) Unless something happens, this is one of those games where right up against it, I'm going to see, you know, what's specifically going on, who's playing, and maybe get a better read on it. That's what makes this week so difficult, especially as you introduce the COVID protocols. And it's not clear whether you're going to have some of these players in there or not. So it's hard to uh, prognosticate these games a right. day or too early. Well, let's not waste too much time on this one. All right. So the next game up is um, Kansas City at Denver. This is the Saturday 430 game. The current line is 10 and a half in favor of Kansas City. Now, Kansas City is playing for something. They could secure the first seed if Tennessee loses um, to the Texans and they don't play until Sunday. So they obviously won't know. Um, Tennessee did lose to the Texans last time they played. So, I mean, I guess if you're Kansas City, you still got to gotta go. Um, Denver will have Drew Locke at quarterback. These teams played back in December. Kansas City won that game 22 to 9. Um, I don't know what to make. Like, I thought that um, Denver might be a little more interesting with Drew Locke at quarterback. And it, it, he hasn't done much. The running backs have done nothing since he took over. Um, so I don't know what to make of that. I think Kansas City definitely wins the game. I don't really like it at ten and a half, though. So it would be maybe a teaser like for me. I like Kansas City. I think they're just going to lay the smack down on Denver. It's in a good position at four thirty. The only game on it's you know prime time pretty much, and Andy Reid's great in prime time positions. Um, so I like Kansas City. I think they're going to fight hard. Um, Denver, you could see a team that's just kind of disenfranchised here, and. Uh, not interested in really winning the game. So typically, you know, in the middle of the season, this game, Kansas City coming into Denver division game, I would look for it to be a little closer, but I would take Kansas City here and feel good about it. All right. Next game up is Green Bay at Detroit. Um, Open at minus 11. It's down to minus three and a half. I think it might even be down further at this point. Um, And that is based on the fact that um, Green Bay is locked into the number one seed. Um, they, I guess they, Aaron Rodgers will start that game, but how long he'll actually be in there is questionable. Um, highly doubt. He better not be in for long. But that coach needs to lose his job. Um, I believe that the Lions will have Jarrett Goff back at quarterback. Um, I mean, I wish I'd gotten it when the line was a little bit higher, but we saw yeah. Jordan Love in one game this year. It didn't look good. Um, it doesn't I look like think, A.J. Dillon's playing either. I think I thought Aaron Jones. Yeah, but I mean, both of them are going to oh, be okay. out. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, you know, um, no game has really meant much to the Detroit Lions in terms of the season um, this year. So, I mean, I think they're going to go out there and play just like they have every other week. I think Dan Campbell will want to go out on a high note. So, I think you can take the points with Detroit here. I love it at three and a half if you're going to get that hook. Um, I definitely would say take Detroit here. They've shown a lot of passion the second half of the season, and they're not going to cash it in. 
All right. So next game up is Chicago at Minnesota. It's oop, minus six in favor of Minnesota. It's down to minus five and a half. Um, it sounds like Andy Dalton will be the quarterback for the Bears. Um, and rumor has it that Matt Nagy will be out after this game. And um, the reports are that they've um Matt They've Nagy, already blue hen. told him that. Um, I guess there's some potential that Zimmer could get fired after this too, um, but we'll see. I would. That guy seems like he's got nine lives up there. Um, so neither team playing for much. I don't know if I really want to put my money on it, but I would definitely lean Minnesota on this one. Yeah, I think you just take the home team. They're probably more motivated just to play in front of the fans, but that's not a great deal of motivation, believe me. Uh, both of these teams looking to clean out the locker room and get headed onto the off season. So tough game to pick, really. All right. So next game up is one with playoff implications. We have the new uh, England Patriots going down to Miami. Um, open at minus two and a half. It's up to minus six and a half in favor of New England. New England. New England is vying for the division with the Bills, um, so they do need this win. They are playing at the same time, I guess, as the Bills. Um, we saw Miami come back to earth last week, um, got beat pretty good by the Titans um, after having won seven games straight. These teams did play in week one of the season. Miami did win that game, um, but I think that that was obviously Mac Jones' first game as a Patriot. Um, he's got a little experience under his belt. Uh, I think Belichick will have them prepared. Miami not playing for anything at this point, so I would take the Patriots here. Yeah, looking ahead at this game, you know, a week or two ago, I was really liking the way Miami was sitting up to uh, play New England. But since they got eliminated, um, I think they're still going to go up there and, and they got a lot of young guys, you know, that they can keep motivated to play their normal game. But like you said, these they're going up in or they're actually playing down in Miami and um, New England's getting ready for the playoffs. I think that Bill Check will have them ready to go, especially jockeying for position in the playoffs. I would take uh, New England pretty strong here. Uh, Belichick wants to uh, reclaim his division crown. Um, so, all right, next game up is another one with implications. We have the Indianapolis Colts going to Jacksonville. The line is minus 15 and a half in favor of the Colts. These teams played back in week 10. The Colts won that game but only by six points, 23 to 17. This is a must win for the Colts to get into the playoffs. Um, the Jags, I mean, to me, it's a lot of points, but I feel like Jacksonville checked out of the season a long time ago. So I really don't know how much motivation they have to, to do much on the field this week. So I could see it being a blowout, but... Um, and you can run on the Jag, so the, the Colts run first strategy will definitely work there. Um, they won't have to rely on Carson Wentz too much. Um, but it's just a big line, and I, I I could see it going either way. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, I mean, they're talking about the fans all getting together and dressing like clowns for the big clown show the Jacksonville Jaguars are this season, uh, which I think is pretty funny. So. Be on the lookout if you see highlights or watching this game, look in the stands and see what the fans are doing. Um, but that's got to be really demotivating 
when you see your home fans, uh, even coming up with ideas like that, but let alone showing up at the fan, at the stadium in clown outfits. I don't think Jacksonville is going to be motivated for this game at all. Um, it's really kind of a shit show down there. So Indianapolis is going to come in fired up. I think Frank Reich is going to have these guys uh, scoring early and often and put this game out of reach. So you would take it at 15 and a half. I would take it at 20. All right. Uh, next game up is. I'm looking at like 30 to three here. I mean, I would take it at 25. I don't trust it. Now they're going to be ready to go. All right. Next game, New York Jets at the Buffalo Bills. It's at minus 16 and a half in favor of Buffalo. Um, So Buffalo is playing for the division. Um, We saw the Jets compete with the Bucks last week. Um, So I could see them doing that again. These teams did play back in week nine. The Bills won that game 45 to 17, but that was the second Mike White experiment um, that didn't go as well as the first. There is some weather concerns in this game. There could be freezing rain and wind during the game. Um, So I think Buffalo probably wins. Um, I think it was more the Bucs defense that didn't show up as much last week against the Jets, but I would not take Buffalo at that number. I would definitely lean the Jets there. I agree. It's too many points. I mean, it's a division battle, so they're going to come in and, and play. They're professionals. I think this line is just way too high, and I don't understand why Buffalo is given this much respect, especially after New York showed that they could uh, play a little bit last week. Zach Wilson's coming off that injury, and he's looking to finish the season strong uh, for his rookie campaign. I think they're going to give Buffalo all they can handle here. I'll take those points all day. All right. Next game is Carolina at Tampa Bay. Open at minus 16 and a half in favor of Tampa Bay. It's down to minus eight. Now, I don't I don't know what to make of this game because, well, number one, these teams just played a couple weeks ago. Um, actually, what, two weeks ago. It was Antonio Brown's last game as a Buccaneer. Um he so the wouldn't that be last week when well, he well it wasn't a full game he didn't play the full game well, his, his last, last game. good performance um, I don't know he had some good moves there in the end zone you know the little wave to the fans um, it was a good move so anyway um, the Bucks won that game thirty two to six but I get so Tampa Bay is obviously locked in they've won the division but they are kind of. Um, seating is an issue but i realized before we came up here if they win this game they would be locked into the two seed and if by chance the saints make the playoffs then they would face each other in the first round and that's got to be the one matchup that the bucks don't want like, let somebody else deal with the Saints. The Saints probably aren't going to make it far. Um, <laughs> they want nothing to do with the Saints, that's for sure. No, they did. They had the same thing last year. They played twice in the regular season. The Saints won both matchups pretty handedly. Um, but they were able to to beat them in the playoffs. So maybe they're not worried about that. But I almost feel like they would be better off not having to worry about that. So I don't know if that's something that they're thinking about. Um, so, and I don't know if you can like actually lose to the Carolina Panthers. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're a big Tom Brady fan. Are you concerned about Tampa Bay's chances? Like, I'm very concerned. Uh, the moment he uh, walked across the end zone, I was worried. Yeah, I think they're in trouble. I mean, 
I don't. I wouldn't even touch this game because who the hell knows what's going to happen with Tampa? They've shown when AB's not in there that their offense doesn't click well, as smooth. And you know they started finding answers with Leonard Fournette and getting him um, involved tremendously in the passing game, and he's gone. So you know, no Ronald Jones. Well, he's not gone. Leonard Fournette can be back in the playoffs. Um, yeah, but I'm talking about this week. I mean, with, well, no, this week, with none of these no. guys and Antonio Brown's the scapegoat to be able to, you know, Tom Brady be able to lean on him to get a win here. Now you're just dealing with, you know, pretty much Gronk, Gronk and Mike Evans. So Now, interesting, Gronk does have some incentives in his contract um, that he could yeah, they're pretty They're pretty reachable, right? I mean, they're not... Insane. So he needs seven catches, 85 yards, and three touchdowns. So the three touchdowns might be a little rough, but um, he's had three touchdown games before, but that's I'm sure. no, um, that's miraculous. Um so but he could get the other ones. Um, because they're each five hundred K a piece. Okay, so they're not all tied together. So now it's you know, um fifty five uh, catches, seven hundred and fifty yards, and nine touchdowns. Each one is worth five hundred thousand. So, I don't know. I mean, I think that probably Tampa Bay wins minus eight. See if it might, maybe that line even goes down a little bit more. Is probably safe. Um, now, they were missing some guys on defense last week, which I think was partially responsible because that was really where they seemed to struggle against the Jets. Um, and it looks like most of those guys are going to be out this week, too. You have Shaq Barrett, um, outside linebacker, is out. Uh, they have Ryan Jensen, their center, is questionable. Uh, Ronald Jones is out. Jason Pierre-Paul is out. Uh, Rashawn Robinson, cornerback, out. Richard Sherman, doubtful. And uh, Justin Watson, he don't matter. Um, and uh, uh, Sue was not injury-related, but he was not a participant of practice all week either. Right, do you have a pick in this game? Uh, I mean, I would take the Tampa Bay, but I just feel like there's a lot of factors in there that worry me a little bit. Okay. All right. Do you have a pick? No, I don't like it. Okay. Next game, Tennessee at Houston. Uh, it's at minus 10 in favor of Tennessee. So um, if Kansas City should win on Saturday, then they need this win to keep the first seed. Um, which comes with the first round by. So obviously they want that. Um, these teams did play back in week 10. Uh, the Titans lost that game 22 to 13. That was when they had Tyrod Taylor uh, for the Texans. And that was the um, Adrian Peterson experiment that didn't go so well. Um, so, I mean, I think the Titans definitely win. I guess there is an outside chance that Derrick Henry um, gets activated tomorrow and would at least participate in the game, get a little bit of run. Um, but we'll find that out tomorrow. So it's a big line. It worries me a little bit. I definitely think Tennessee wins, but I'd feel more comfortable putting that in a teaser. Yeah, I'm not worried about the line at all. Tennessee's going to roll. Uh, they need this buy big time so that they can get Derrick Henry a little bit extra rest. And then gear up for, uh, you know, a lot of people don't give Ryan Han Tannehill, I think, enough credit here. He's shown a lot of improvement, but when you put him with a wide receiver that's coming to his own, like A.J. Brown, who I believe is arguably top five receiver in the league now, um, and you put Derrick Henry back in, these guys are going to make a serious run in the playoffs. And you got to consider that two years ago, they went to the NFC AFC championship and barely lost and missed the Super Bowl. 
But they had gone in before to New England, knocked Tom Brady out, um, and Bill Belichick. So they were geared and, and ready for a good season last year, but they ran into secondary issues, and they couldn't stop anybody from driving down the field. Now they've kind of shored that up. They're playing much better on defense, and I think they're geared up to make a, a serious run here at the Super Bowl. I really like Tennessee. I think that when you like teams like that, that teams like that don't kind of sputter into the playoffs here, especially when they get the number one seed on the line. And Houston is a team that I think is just ready to bail out and go home for the season. So I will take Tennessee. I would say it's 17 points at least, but it's a 10 and a half point line. You should feel comfortable taking Tennessee this week. I think Tennessee and Colts are really two teams with big lines that you should take a look at laying some money down on this week. Okay. Um, all right. So next game up is Washington at the New York Giants. It's at minus seven in favor of Washington. Neither team playing for anything but their own self-respect, um, which the Giants don't have any. Um, they're a complete dumpster fire at this point. So um, I would take Washington at minus seven. Yeah, I would take Washington too. But um, this is a tough game to really play. Be safe, maybe tease it. But um, Washington's the play here. Uh, next game up is New Orleans at Atlanta. It's at minus three and a half in favor of the Saints. The Saints um, will get into the playoffs if they win this game and the Rams win. Um, so, which I think has a, a real shot of not happening. Um, but anyway, so these teams... <laughs> <laughs> um, met back in week eight. Atlanta actually won that game 27 to 25. Uh, Trevor Simeon was the starter in that game. Um, so, I mean, to me, it comes down to the Saints defense. Um, if they can um, show up for this game. I just read before we came up here and I, I didn't write it down. They're going to be without um, the one tackle again. Um, I think they're getting the other tackle back and the um, it's like Armstead or something. The defensive guy so i mean i think the saints probably win this game i would prefer it at three um oh you're wearing your shirt all right it's the christmas present that the boys got her that came what two weeks after christmas yeah it's a little delayed in the mail <laughs> the boys apologize for the tardy christmas present they're five years old they don't really look at the uh, delivery dates when they're ordering stuff oh, off yeah, amazon but- I apologize for the Off boys. Amazon? <laughs> Amazon took that long to get here? It did. It, it did. looks like I thought it came like straight from China or something. Uh, it was Amazon, but it was like not a Amazon Prime. So okay. those guys tend to take a little bit longer when they're not preferred. And that's usually why, because their delivery times are longer. But I digress. I like Atlanta here. They're playing at home. This could be Matt Ryan's last game in Atlanta. I think uh, these two teams have typically played each other close as division rivals, even though Atlanta's not really playing for anything here, I think it would give them motivation to knock New Orleans out of the playoffs. The line's three and a half, four in one place. It's flashing, so who knows? By Sunday, you could get the four, full, the full four, maybe even more. With the hook, I like Atlanta. I think it's no more than a three-point margin of victory here if New Orleans does win. All right, so next game up is Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Um it was at minus three and a half when I printed this, um, but it was higher because I actually bet it at minus four and a half. I'm not exactly sure why it's coming down in favor of Pittsburgh. Well, Pittsburgh's playing for the playoffs, right? I mean, Baltimore can still no, sneak no. in. Pit, uh, yeah, Pittsburgh's out. Baltimore has like some ridiculous like 
way that they could potentially get in. But I mean, realistically, it's not going to happen. Um, but anyway, Pittsburgh's this, not out. They won last week. They're eight, seven, and one. They could still get in the playoffs. They well, if they can still get in the playoffs, then they have an even more ridiculous outside shot because the Ravens yeah. are ahead of them and they have a ridiculous outside shot. So yeah, they beat Cleveland last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh's still in. Baltimore's still technically um, alive, too, from what I'm looking at here. Here's the standings, right? If you got an E, you're eliminated. Baltimore's still alive at their 11. It's weird because right now Miami's actually 10th in the standings, <coughs> a spot ahead of them, but they're eliminated. Wins. What does that say? It's just a tiebreaker. Don't worry. That's all you need to Between know. Just trust that we're on the podcast. Right, Baltimore still has a shot. Pittsburgh still has a shot. All Vegas right. still has a shot. And the Chargers it's still have a shot. It's a very long outside shot. They need like five things to happen. And is this where they need like the tie in the other game? I don't know the specifics. All I mean, right. it seems for like there'd be it, for, a lot of crazy stuff to for happen my for the Ravens purposes, to get I'm considering that these teams are out. You know, I would say that for the Ravens to, to get in, just by looking here, Pittsburgh's got to lose. Vegas got well. Vegas and the Chargers would have to tie probably because they're playing each other. So what that was, yeah, that was the. No, you would say everybody's got to lose. Indy, one of Vegas and the. I don't know because they're okay. only playing for two spots. So Regard- Col- Colts would have to lose. Yes, okay, that that's the number one. Regardless, Colts Steelers would lose. You're really ruining this for me. This is my favorite game of the week, and you just got totally sidetracked. So anyway, my favorite game of the week. You said that they had no shot at the playoffs, the Steelers, and they do, and they're playing this game. So I'm sorry, Regardless. I just had to correct and you. Yeah, you just cut me off again. So anyway, this is my favorite game of the week. Last week, we had Ben's big- Why? Why what? Why is it your favorite game of the week? Please tell me. I, if you would stop interrupting me, I will get to it eventually. So last week, Big Ben had his big final show at uh, Heinz Field, um, and it wasn't pretty. I mean, they did win the game, but for some dumb reason, I went in and I put in like a, I don't know, six-piece um, same-game parlay, and one of the pieces was Ben Roethlisberger over passing yards, and it was like 236 or something. And like, I don't know, like five minutes into the third quarter, he had 123 yards and he finished the game with 123 yards it was like passing complete passing complete passing complete so it wasn't pretty i mean he's done stick a fork in him so i think they've all pretty much checked out you got the baltimore ravens they've had a tough season a lot of injuries from the get-go the last couple games that they lost i mean they really competed they lost last week to the rams by what one point I mean, they're trying their best, but they're just up against it. So they're at eight and eight on the season. They win this game. At least they finish the season with a winning record. So I like the Ravens here. I like them a lot. Well, last two weeks and the week before that, they were down two touchdowns to Green Bay. Actually, more than that. I think maybe like 16, 15 points. And they scored two touchdowns, couldn't convert on a two point conversion. Well, there's the, the two it, games that they went for the two points, which I don't Yeah, and that was all with, that, with the backup quarterback. That was so, the third string quarterback, right? One of those games. Who? That Josh Johnson. Because Huntley had, um, or Huntley, whatever his name is, had COVID. I thought Huntley played last week. He did play last week. Well, against Green Bay, he played too. Okay. Well, there was a game. Whatever. We're getting very sidetracked on this. There was one game where the third stringer started. 
Okay. And they were still competitive. All right. Let you get to your pick. The Ravens. I already got there. Finally. All right. Do you have a pick on this game? No. You want to take the Steelers? You want to no. bet on it? No. Okay. All right. Next game. Cincinnati at Cleveland. Uh, Cincinnati is locked into the playoffs. Cleveland is out of the playoffs. Or do they have an outside shot too? No, they suck. They lost the Steelers last week. So that's okay. why they're out. So Cincinnati is not starting Joe Burrow. Uh, it will be Brandon Allen in his place. Uh, I think Joe Mixon is not playing either. I, obviously, I don't know how much the wide receivers will play. Uh, uh, Baker is off getting the surgery that he needs. And so it will be Case Keenum. Um, I would assume that maybe Cleveland has kind of the same philosophy wanting to go out on top. It's been a kind of rough season for them. You can run on Cincinnati. So um, I would think that they, they at least try and maybe go back to their actual like identity of, of running um, Chubb, which they have not done in some of these games. It's been very confusing to me. Um, so I would, I would lean Cleveland. Really? Yeah. You're going to take um, the Bengals with uh, Brandon Allen? I don't like Cleveland a little bit. I would take Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, their quarterback is out too, right? Isn't he getting surgery? Yeah, but I mean, Case Keenum versus Brandon Allen? Who's Case Keenum? Case Keenum is a is a... Decent backup. I mean, he sucks. Yeah, but how far of a step down is he from Baker Mayfield? I don't know. I watched him get thrashed in the 2017 NFC Championship in Philadelphia. Well, he played this season and he won. He sucks. I would take Cincinnati. He's a very capable backup. I would take Cincinnati. And not much of a step down from Baker Mayfield at all. And, you know, I think Cleveland's struggling majorly. But they're not playing for anything either. Like, who cares? Well, neither is Cleveland. Cleveland's heart has been taken out. You know, if you think about it. Well, I mean, there's a lot of. From the playoffs going into the last There's a lot of times that you're not, like, a lot of these teams, the Jets, they haven't been playing for anything all season. They still go out there and play. I like Cincinnati. Do you want to bet on this game? Give me six points. Let's go. I'll take six. You can have Cleveland. Okay. Good. It's a great game to bet. By the way, am I going to get any of my money for these bets? I mean, I've been kicking your butt so bad that you stopped betting me because you're scared that it's going to jinx your well, picks. You, and we haven't bet anything in the last three weeks. You, I think you. I should have bet you last week, but see, it worked. You should have. I didn't get jinxed. <laughs> so I'm happy. It worked. It did. I didn't bet you, and the Bengals won. They <laughs> did bet me. The Bengals are still going to win. Um. <laughs> All right, so we if you want to go back and watch all the podcasts and figure out exactly how much you're up, then I'll give you the money. My money's your money, whatever. All right. Um, next game is Seattle at Arizona. Um, Arizona is playing for the division, and these teams met a few weeks ago. Um, Arizona won that game 23-13. to 13. I think that was when Russ was having his finger issues. Um and obviously, um, Seattle did pretty well last week, but I was against Detroit. Um, so I think the Cardinals definitely win this game. Um, but I, I guess my the wild card here is Seattle's motivation. Like if they come to play, then I can see them competing and 
being within this line, which is six and a half. But if they've kind of packed it in for the season, um, then I could see Arizona winning pretty handily. So yeah, tough. I liked Arizona. I mean, I liked Arizona last week against Dallas, like majorly. But I still saw an Arizona team that was struggling, that still looked like the team that uh, more so that played the last couple of weeks before the Dallas game and was struggling um, with Lamar trying to get better. Um, I always get them too mixed up. Kyler. Lamar, Kyler Murray. Um, struggling to get back into the saddle. And I think they're going to come and play against a division foe in Seattle and Russell Wilson, who's not going to, I don't think he's Russell Wilson's too much of a professional to, to mail it in the last game of the season. I really like Seattle here. I would take the points. I think Arizona was definitely still trying to figure out how to move the ball effectively without Hopkins. And, um, you know, Dallas didn't impress me much at all last week. I don't want to give them too much credit. It was really a play against Dallas. So I don't want to give Arizona too much credit. I'm going to take the points here and Seattle. Okay. I'm going to put this in my teaser and I'm going to take the Cardinals. You want to go straight up and go two in a row? What do you mean? S- give me six. No, I'm not giving you six. What did I just say? I'm going to put them in a teaser. Does that mean I'm going to play them at six? How about this? That, you think you I, that means I want to bet you. How about this? I'll pet you like money line. I'll let you tease it down to five and a half with me. No. <laughs> I'll bet you who wins outright. That's it. I want the points. You're not getting them. Not for me. I'll wait till Sunday and get points. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next game, San Francisco at the L.A. Rams. It's at minus four and a half in favor of the Rams. Your Rams who are gearing up for their playoff run. Um, they need this to win. Uh, they need to win um, and they get the division. Um, now, historically, Kyle Shanahan absolutely owns Sean McVay. He's won every single matchup between these two teams since those two took over as the coaches. Jimmy G is questionable for this game. It it sounds like he's trending towards playing. I definitely like it a lot better if it is Jimmy G. I still don't trust this Trey Lance. Um Stafford looked like crap last week. He threw multiple interceptions, fumbled ball. Um, this is another one. Cooper Cup has um, he needs twelve receptions, one hundred and thirty-six yards to get a record. I don't know what record <laughs> it is because <laughs> I just found it on Twitter and it just said what he needed to get the record, but it didn't say what the record was. No. Um, but I guess it's like most. Um, yardage in a season by a wide receiver. <laughs> I know Michael Thomas has well, the other records. I think that was the most receptions um, in a single season. So as long as Jimmy G plays, I'm taking the points and I'm taking San Fran. I'm going to take the Rams. I see the line going the down to four. Um, I think by Sunday, it'll probably go down more because People are like San Francisco. They think they're desperate to get into the, the playoffs. All the sharp action is win. on San Francisco. Yeah, I don't like San Fran a little bit here. I'm going to take the Rams. All right. Every dog has his day. Maybe Sean McVay finally gets one. But All right. So the last game is the Sunday night game, the big game of the week. Las Vegas. Now, the L.A. Chargers at the Las Vegas Raiders, who, as Steve informed me earlier, they do not play in the same stadium. <laughs> 
Um, it's at minus three in favor of the Chargers. They don't even play in the same town. I know, but for some reason stadium. I was thinking it was the same stadium. I know. I can't believe you even brought it up Again, here. I mean, that's embarrassing. That you even geography said that, is not my I thing. I wasn't going to call you out on it. I can't um, believe you called yourself out on it. So anyway, um, both teams need Can I ask you a question real quick? Sure. Is Las how far is Las Vegas on the west coast, like on the coast, like no. on the water? No. How far is it? It's from in Nevada. Them? And what's closer to the Pacific Ocean? California or Nevada? You know what I think confused me because they moved the the Raiders. And was there some potential that they were gonna play at that stadium too? The Raiders used to the they Raiders were in, were in Oakland. Oakland. I understand they moved that. To LA. Then they moved back to Oakland. They moved they where? Moved to LA. They well, used to exactly. be the LA then, Raiders. Gee, I wonder why I'm confused. Yeah, okay. I'm so they did here. previously play in the same stadium. No, they never played in the same stadium. But they potentially were going to play in the same stadium. Never. Ever. So they never moved. To, uh, you just can You the said Raiders, they moved. The Raiders were in LA. To LA. They moved to LA and then back to Oakland for like 10 years. But when they were in LA, they never played in LA. Yeah, they played in LA. So, but just not at this they stadium. They played at the Coliseum. Because the, the stadium LA just Coliseum. opened. Okay. So, but that at least makes sense why I thought they played at the same stadium. Because they did play in LA. Yeah, but they never played in L.A. when the Chargers were playing in L.A. Regardless. Back to the game. So, um, you just threw me totally off I my thing. I can't believe you brought that up. I know you just got way sidetracked. So, the Chargers are playing the, the Las Vegas Raiders here. The Raiders have won three games by, I think, a total of maybe eight points here to end the season and have kept their playoff hopes alive. It's going to be a tough game, but they're playing at home against the Chargers, and the Chargers have been a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde team, especially throughout the second half of the season. Who do you think is going to win this game? I mean, they got the Chargers here as a three-point favorite. Is the right team favorite here? Oh, I definitely think the right team is favored. Um, I definitely think the, I mean, the Chargers are the better team, I think. Um, they're definitely the team that I would prefer to see make the playoffs. But I think a lot of America's thinking like you, and I think a lot of the betters out there are just going to kind of look at this game and think the Chargers are the better team, or they're at least the more flashy team. They got the better quarterback, you know, and I'm not even going to say they have the better quarterback. I'm not really sure. They have the, you know, the Prince who's in the second year and everybody loves and thinks is going to have a shot at being one of the good ones, but you can't discount their car here. And you got to remember where this Raiders team is coming from. I mean, they had a lot of hopes this season of going to the playoffs and making a run at the Super Bowl. And they had to run into this John Gruden thing where he got thrown off the team. And they're now run by the interim coach who has got these guys playing. And they might have only won close games, but Chargers tend to get into a lot of close games. I'm going to take the Raiders here. I think that they have a storybook season, almost a fairy tale season, if they were able to end up and get into the playoffs. And I think uh, Mike Mayock's got enough talent on this roster as the GM for the Raiders that um, Carr's going to get them into the playoffs and they're going to win this game in an upset. Well, I had the um, the Raiders last week. I don't think the Raiders win this week. I think the Chargers win this game. I'm going to play them at three. I could see it maybe being a close game, being like a two-point game, and you're getting screwed there. But um, Think I, about this. The Raiders, right? Every home game has been like a 50-50 crowd because every fan base is, is going to 
Las Vegas because they want to party in Vegas, right? You know who's not traveling to see their team play in Vegas, and that's the Chargers. I mean, How they're you know? they're in the same situation where well, they have very a, close. Well, the same they're in the same situation where the Chargers, even over the last couple of seasons, while they were waiting for this new stadium to be built, and it continued this year. Other, it's another fan favorite place to go uh, watch an away game. So there's been many games where the Chargers have uh, played at home and have been felt like the underdog or the away team because of the amount of fans that are there. But my point is that they're playing in Vegas and Vegas constantly has like a 50, 50 crowd, but there's going to be nobody in there that's cheering for the Chargers. You might have a handful of people. So this is going to be like a true Raiders home game. I think the stadium's going to be electric. They're going to be pulling for the Raiders and this is going to line up to be an upset. Home dog, baby. Live home dog here. All right. Well, I would bet you on it, but I don't Let's want to do no, that. I don't want to jinx. Should be the, no. the last game of the season this that we're totally going over. The be last the game jinx. of the regular season. Totally be the jinx. Well, then that would be appropriate. I'll bet you straight up who wins, but I'm not giving you three points. I'll do it. All right. Straight up. Straight up. I'll take the Raiders. Money line. All right. So that does it for week 18. And I guess that does it for us for the season, Steve. Jeez, it just season. flies by, doesn't it? Yeah. All right. So before we get out of here, remember to like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube. We're available anywhere you get your podcast. We will be back next year for season three. Um, but before we leave. Are you sure? Yes. Um, who's your pick to win the Super Bowl, Steve? All right. I, I, I'm, don't, let me get mine out there first because you're going to take mine. It's yeah. the Tennessee Titans. Okay. Is that simple? Yes, absolutely. They were the best team in football right now, and they're getting Derrick Henry back. Listen, I think this is going to be the most exciting playoffs that we've watched. It's going to be very unpredictable. You don't know who's going to go in with this COVID issue and maybe miss a game. Uh, but even if there is none of those issues, I think we have proven through the course of the regular season that a lot of these teams are evenly matched. And um, even though Green Bay is the only team that has the number one seed locked up, um, I think that they're definitely very beatable in the playoffs. They look good, but they're definitely very beatable in the playoffs. Somebody could go into Green Bay and take them. Um, I think this is going to be anybody's game. The teams I'm looking at, I was looking at Buffalo before the season, but they've fluttered, and I'm not liking them that much this coming into the playoffs. I do like the way Indy's making a run. They lost last week. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. Momentum. You can't win the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz. I don't care what you say. You can win the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz, but the key is, is that you're going to have to ride uh, Jonathan Taylor. So uh, I was talking to some friends today. I said, what's going to happen inevitably is the season for the Colts is going to come down to Carson Wentz and that moment. And is he going to be an utter disaster and fail, or is he going to make the big play? He has proven time and time again this season that he is an utter disaster when they're leaning on him and they need him to make a big play. I give him about a 20% chance of that moment going Carson Wentz's way, but it is possible. They need to ride Jonathan Taylor. I do like the Titans. I think they're going to get Derrick Henry back. If they can get a bye here, not play the first week, Derrick Henry will be back in action. Um, and even if they don't get the bye, it's possible that he's probably going to play. But another week of rest. When the way A.J. Brown's playing, I think Tannehill's another one of those quarterbacks that's not necessarily the most talented, but he's good enough to get it done when he's surrounded by the right players. 
He's only getting better. Remember, Ryan Tannehill didn't start playing quarterback until he was in college. So he's, his ceiling is still kind of questionable. Another debate I was having with some friends is, you know, is he what is what it is, uh, Ryan Tannehill? And I'm trying to say, listen, you don't know how good Ryan Tannehill can get. He might not get any better, but there's still the possibility because he's a late quarterback play um, in his career. He's still learning a little bit. So um, I do like Tennessee on the other side. I don't like the way Tampa Bay is coming in with his Antonio Brown thing, even though Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback that ever played. It's been proven, proven again. If you have a lot of drama going on and a lot of distractions, it's not well, good for and Super injuries. Bowl I mean, that's the other part of the whole AB thing. Yeah, I think it's set up well for Dallas, <laughs> but I expect him to choke as normal. So I'm not really looking for Dallas to make uh, too big of a run. I do expect, as I was saying earlier in the season, I do expect the Rams to make a run here and get their act together. That's why I took them this week. I think it's going to be a drive into Matt Stafford's the Super Bowl. looked like crap the last couple weeks. Yeah, but Matt Stafford is still better than what he should. Matt Stafford's never played in a playoff game. I like I like the Raiders or right? the Rams. I think that uh, McVay's going to have him to go, ready to go, and Cooper Cup is the best receiver in the NFL. Is it so weird that like Cooper Cup's going to be like the first? Um, like number one drafted wide receiver next year. Yeah. Like who would have thought that going into the season? It's crazy. I would say Colts or Tennessee would be my the, strong call. If you stop talking about the damn Colts winning the Super Colts Bowl, is a they're not it's going anywhere with Carson Wentz. Colts Sorry. Got a shot. That defense Sorry, is coming not around. happening. Frank Reich is the man as a play caller. Poor Frank Reich signed up, thought he had Andrew Luck as the quarterback. And it's been downhill. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for us. Um, We'll see you next year. Peace out.